expected to uh, be here today, but thank God uh, I made it, but I didn't expect that Abuna would still give me the sermon. Anyway, there's a lot to be said about this. This is the, this is the gospel. Everybody knows this is the gospel for the Annunciation Feast, which usually happens in April, but uh, sometimes the Holy Week overlaps it, and we don't get to celebrate the, the Annunciation Feast, because today was announced that Nine months from now, you will have a baby, right? Baby Jesus. So nine months from April, nine plus uh, four is 13, which is January. But here we have a, um, we get a chance to at least to uh, see it again. This, uh, this uh, message today, excuse me, I am I'm still recovering, so I, I'm going to have a difficult time. But so, Annie, bear with me as, as long as I'm going to give me this permission. Um, this is the this is the this is the mystery revealed. This is the mystery that that humankind has been waiting for from the beginning of time, since the fall of Adam and Eve. We have been waiting and waiting for the day that God would save mankind, and it is the kind of waiting that requires faith. Uh, there are many people who would say that. I pray, and God never answers my prayer. And I do things, and God never responds to my prayer. Adam and Eve, I bet, prayed, O Lord, return us back to paradise where we were, to the Garden of Eden. And they prayed, and they said that they probably, God hasn't heard my prayer. God doesn't doesn't like me. God doesn't listen to me. All of these things we say, as they said, but in reality, behind all of this sayings and the feelings that we have, and people would give us advice, you know, different advice that God is not listening to you, you've got to do something different. God is not that God is going to work salvation. God is always working. Not that you will have faith that God will work. No, God has worked. God has been working. Okay? So our faith is not something that's, uh, that we will have in the future. This uh, mystery that, uh, of salvation that was finally revealed was, was a mystery that was only hidden in God. No one knew it. Not even the angels knew it. Um, but because the angel that made Eve fall from the beginning was a fallen angel, God used an angel again to help reconcile mankind and the angels. As an angel, a fallen angel, deceived Eve and Adam. And now an angel has come, another angel, a righteous angel, angel Gabriel, angel Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. There's different levels of angels. Angel Gabriel stands in the presence of God, and even then angel Gabriel did not know when the message was going to be revealed. But angel Gabriel came to Virgin Mary, and as if God is trying to say, I want to reconcile the angels... The community of angels and the community of humans have been in enmity with each other ever since Satan, or the fallen angel, he was one of the cherubim, uh, of the ranks of the cherubim, and he fell. Angels um, uh, have a power of their own, and they have um, ability and knowledge that is powerful, way powerful than mankind and humans. Um, But it still has a limit. They don't know everything. 
they have power, but they don't have, they're not powerful like God. They, it's relative power. And each rank of angel has a different rank of power. Uh, for a human, we may have power and we may have knowledge. But how do we get this power and knowledge? Is by conclusion. We put pieces together, we uh, study things, and we come to a conclusion, and we figure out the conclusion, and we go from there. This is adaptive learning, or this is uh, gradual learning. Uh, angels don't have that. Angels have power. They have that knowledge to that limit. They don't have to learn. They can put surmise, they can put pieces together and make decisions on their own, and they have their own will to decide. Um, where I'm going with this is that if I make a decision and it's a wrong decision, it's a sinful decision because of the, the situations or the consequences, later on I see my fault and I may have remorse and I may have regret and I may have, uh, I, I look back at the situation and I, hmm, I didn't think that one through. Angels don't have that. When an angel does an action, he knows exactly and perfectly what the consequence is going to be and he is sticking to it. That's their will. So when Satan sinned, he perfectly knew exactly what he was doing. And he didn't, no one deceived Satan. Satan deceived Adam and Eve, and therefore God had mercy on them and said, it wasn't really fully your fault, you were tricked. But for Satan, he knew exactly what he was doing, and he, knew, and he consistent. So there's no remorse, Satan has no remorse, has no regret. And we'll never look back at his action as something that he, he, is, he is what he's, he's doing, and he intended to do that. So since that time, the angels and the humankind have been in enmity against each other. And so, finally, God sends, uh, sends an angel. It was um, to uh, reconcile their, their friendship. And it was a beautiful uh, friendship, actually. Um, when uh, angels were created, angels were created as beings of light on the first day, and God said, "Let there be light." They are beings of light. They are, they are not just spirits, but they are bodily forms of light. They don't have a, like you see pictures of baby um, cherubs, um, baby angels, and big people angels and young people and different. No, an angel is a being of light. Uh, it's a bodily light being, okay? Almost like us, when we go into paradise, we will not have this body any longer. We will look like angels. We, we will have a body of light. It's still a limited, it's a, it's a real figure, but it's not a figure like we think, just a body of light. God is light of light. And when God created, he made light. He made light beings, okay? But they may appear to us in a form that we have to recognize, if they come to us in their light being, we won't understand what that is. We won't see. We won't know it. So they will. They will many times appear in a form. Now that form may show that they have wings, but they don't need wings to fly. It just it's a form. It's, that's the way they appeared. Sometimes they look like uh, a person, just a person, like Tobit when he saw Angel uh, Raphael. He looked like a guy, any other guy. Um, so he, they will, if they will appear to you, um, they will appear in a way that you will recognize them. The relationship of the angels and the humans from the beginning was just amazing. Because when Adam and Eve were created, angels didn't, were surprised. It's an unexpected pleasure to see 
God's creation with this flesh form, you know, like trees have a, a flesh color or a flesh cover, and this Adam and Eve, they have a flesh, but they praise like us. They love God like us, and they're friends with God like we are. And it's like they're, uh, they had, like Adam and Eve to them were like cute. Like, wow, look at these guys. They, um, they have flesh like uh, the trees and the plants and the animals, but they praise God as well as we do. And we, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the, the choir of angels almost felt like Adam and Eve were with them as their own choir, like my younger brother and sister. Okay? So it was a, a fond, nice uh, uh, relationship that they blessed together and they have peace together. Um, and um, the situation, you can imagine, the downfall was quick. Whatever happened, there was a quick devastation. It was a tragedy. To the angels, it was a tragedy. It was sad. It was grieving, okay? They lost their partner. They lost their friend, a choir member, okay? They lost, like, um, a, a brother or a sister, right? As if you lost um, someone who was precious to you. So what would they do? Lord, Lord, Father, our friends, Adam and Eve, are lost. They're gone. They used to be here with us. We used to sing together. We used to praise together. And now they're no longer here with us. And as if the Lord is saying to them, uh, relax, take it easy. Um, I will find them for you. I will get them back and I will help them return back to this moment. Oh, Lord, we trust you and we believe and we have faith. And yes, Lord. Uh, but when, Lord? He said, in due time. Um, you can imagine the, they were irritable about it. The, the, the situation was not comfortable for them. It's almost as if you had a younger brother and say you're in a shopping mall or something and all of a sudden your, the, your younger brother gets lost among the, the store and whatever like that and overhead they call. You're, you're scared. And then you, mommy, mommy. My younger brother is lost. He said, don't worry, son. I will find him. Same kind of a feeling, okay? So time goes along, and Adam and Eve, they live. Adam lived 930 years. And in, in 930 years, he toiled. And every day, the, the angels are thinking that today is going to be the day that Adam and Eve are going to come back. But no, he toils and he sweats and he works hard, and at night he sleeps on the ground. And then he eats a little bit and he sleeps on the ground. And the, the, the luster of his beauty was not the same as he used to have. So the angels are troubled by the, the whole situation. Until one day, uh, they come up to the Lord, 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 it's, um, uh, it's, it's too late. You can't save Adam anymore because he went to sleep at night and he didn't get up this morning. 930 years and he died. And now there's no hope. I said, didn't I tell you that there's going, there, there's going to be a day and I have planned this day and don't lose faith that I will bring Adam and Eve back to you. But now, Lord, he's dead. And you said that the day that you commit such a sin, that your flesh will return back to dust. From dust you were created, and dust you will return. And now he's going to become dust. Well, how are you going to collect the dust? The dust has gone into the rest of the earth, and the earth is with the and the trees took from the, the earth, and the eh, it's gone. Where, where is Adam? And then if he, if God revealed his spirit. His spirit is now has been taken into the depth of dungeons, deep, deep, deep into, the, into hell where that was created for uh, Satan. And he said, relax, I have a plan. I have a plan. 
Death came quickly from the sin and from the disobedience, and the angels were troubled. So finally, the secrets, this is, and then, so God then creates a whole bunch of things. Um, uh, he promises Abraham, you will have a nation. Okay, God has a promise. God's promise, you will have a nation. How long did Abraham wait until he had a nation? How long did he wait until he had just one, the first son, first and only son, right? Did Abraham even see that he had a nation? He died before he had a nation. The nation did come, uh, finally. But during this time, all of the, the problems that Satan has done is, is there. The promise of God, I will save mankind, was questioned a million times over by the angels, even by Abraham, will you save us? Will you give me the nation that you promised? Uh, in the meantime, there was a flood and millions of people died. In the meantime, Sodom and Gomorrah uh, was destroyed. All of these things, negative destructions. Where is the saving coming from? When David was promised that he was going to be a king, when he was just yet in his late teenage years, he didn't become a king for how many years? Almost 30 years later that the promise finally... So what I'm trying to say here is, when God promises, don't lose faith. Faith is, is our only job. Ask, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord that which is righteous. Whatever you would like that is virtuous and righteous, ask the Lord. And trust that He has already been working. Not that He will work for your salvation. He has been working and will continue to work for that salvation plan. And finally, after all of these years, 5,000, 6,000 years from Adam and Eve... The secrets of secrets finally was revealed. One day God says to angel Gabriel, Gabriel, come here. Yes, master. What would you like, father? I want you to go down. There's a young lady. Her name is Mary. She is in Nazareth right now. Nazareth is about 30 miles from the Sea of Galilee. It's a small city. It's a kind of a, it's a mountaintop uh, city. It's a, they call it the tower place because they used to, it was a high place and they can look around in the region. She's in a city called Nazareth right now. And I want you to go to her and tell her something that would shocking for angels. Huh? Shocking for Gabriel. He said, Hey, I mean, the translation is not quite clear in today's uh, gospel, but it says, Hail, O full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Uh, the Greek word for grace is charitomeni. Uh, it's a past tense of the Greek word charito. So it's something that has happened. O you who already has, have been full or filled with grace. You have already the grace. It's almost like an identity. You, full of grace. Not that you will be full of grace. You have been filled with this grace. Okay? Uh, blessed are you. From here on now, you will be considered blessed among women. Not that she wasn't blessed before. She was full of grace before. But now, it's going to be, be made public. Because she will say... And from henceforth, from this generation, all people will call me blessed. I am blessed even before, but now I'm made, it's going to be made public and people are going to see. This is the beginning of that. So he goes to Gabriel and says to him, Gabriel, be ready. I want you to go to her and say these words. 
Gabriel doesn't know. He said, yes, I will send a message. Angels are messengers, right? They're beings of light that carry a message. What message? Unless God has given them the message, they won't know what message. This is probably, some of the scholars say that this is the greatest message that mankind will ever hear. Ever. The salvation is now beginning. I question that because the message that uh, Michael the archangel was given to that he is not here and he has, he has risen is also a great message. And I don't know which one is bigger than another, but this, they're both maybe the equal the same. This is the greatest message that was ever given to mankind to, to one of the angels. And the greater the message to the angel or the deeper the secret, the greater the honor to that angel. So we give honor to angels because of the message they carry. If you carry a small message, the honor is going to be a small honor. But this is one of the greatest. Hence why we give Gabriel and Archangel Michael one of the greatest honors in our church for, for mankind because of the great message that they carried for us. Okay, The message of salvation that God has now finally found the time, the right time, the right place, the right lady, the right... Apostles, the right uh, uh, preparer, the St. John, the, to prepare the way of, uh, for repentance. The right government, it had to be the Roman government. There are so many things that he had to prepare. No wonder it took so, such a long time to create it all to happen. So he says to him, Angel Gabriel, said, yes, Master, I want you to go to the, uh, Mary and tell her, uh, hail full of grace, you already have been graced from the time that you entered the temple when you were three or four years old. You have been graced with God's grace. Okay, God's grace is another big subject. This, uh, I wish I could talk about it, but later. You will bear a son. I said, okay, I will tell her that. And his name will be the highest. So far, Angel Gabriel is okay with this. And he will have... The, uh, he will carry the kingdom of David. Up until then, was okay. But then he says, and she will ha- he will be the king of the kingdom of David forever. There's nothing that's forever. He starts going, what's going on here? And then he says, and to his throne will have no end. All of a sudden, Gabriel's like, what's going on? What's this? He doesn't understand what's happening. And then he says uh, to him, uh, um, and his name will be, uh, tell her that his name is Jesus. The name of Jesus is Savior. Mm-hmm. Savior could be like a king, like King David was a Savior. But Savior here, uh, Yeshua, Yeshua is the Hebrew word for Jesus. Yeshua is actually, if you turn back, is like Jehovah. His name was Jehovah. Jehovah is Yahweh. Yahweh is the Hebrew word for God, who I am. Okay, so when Gabriel is putting all of these pieces together, you're like, what? And then the, the bottom line that kind of, and then his, he will be the Holy One. So when Gabriel then comes to that point, it's as if he's saying, wait a second, this doesn't make sense at all. You are only the Holy One. And says, Gabriel, well, what do you say when you say, when you praise, you say, holy once, or do you say holy three times? He said, no, we say holy three times. Holy God the Father, holy God the Son, and holy God the Holy Spirit. So he says, he will be holy. Saints are holy people, but they are saintly people. But God is divine holy. It is of his essence. It's of his own grace. 
So when Gabriel is putting the pieces together, he now understands that you will bear the Son of God. You will, the second hypostasis of the Holy Trinity will take flesh and will be born of you. With that, now he's ecstatic. Now he knows that salvation is going to come now. God is going to take flesh. He didn't understand this before. How is man going to be saved? God is going to take flesh upon himself and he's going to be born of this virgin uh, Mary. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, but she's a virgin. How is she going to have... So, he, he's so excited. He doesn't know. Should he go tell his other angel friends the salvation is now happening? Or should he go and obey? Because angels obey. Not just obey, but they have immediate obe- obedience. Not that they, they're given a message and they're like, mm, let me think about that. No. A message is given, immediate obedience, and immediately he, the transaction occurs. So he's running and he says, wait a second. But what if she asks me a question? I won't know how to answer. Yeah, come back in. So as if God the Father is saying, come back. Let me teach you exactly what you need to learn and learn it carefully because you won't know how to answer. How is he going to answer? If she asks, how is this going to be? I said, yeah, Lord, I don't know what to say. How is it going to be? She doesn't even have a husband. And the husband that she has, she's only betrothed to him. It's not that they are married together. So he says, no, the Holy Spirit will overcome upon you. And the power of the highest, the power of the highest is the angels that will come and protect you. From such a great immensity of power, God, who is beyond time, who is divine, is going to be in her womb. This is impossible. It would com- it's impossible for a human person to withstand this. But the Holy Spirit will protect her from such a situation. And the angels then will come and protect her from what Satan is going to do because he's going to start seeing things happening. And so here it is. Angel Gabriel was chosen to deliver the greatest message. And the message deserves the honor. The honor was that Mary becomes the mother of God. Um, and when she asks him, how will this be? He says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. And that Holy One who is to be born of you is to be called the Son of God. And that's why we say, hail you, O full of grace, who has found grace. The Lord is with you. Who is like she who looks like the morning star, fair as the moon, bright as the sun, magnificently startling as an, ar- as an army of banners. The first uh, woman was deceived by an angel because of arrogance and pride. But the second woman was invited by humility to obey God. For behold, henceforth all nations will call me blessed. So, uh, just to conclude, um, a couple things. Faith is necessary for us. God has promised, and God will follow through with your promise. And if you ask of him, he will come through. Hopefully it won't take 6,000 years. But it doesn't matter, because he promises, and he never breaks his promise. It's us, that we are a little fickle, and we don't know exactly. And sometimes we put demands on him. It has to be by this time, it has to be by this person, it has to be... God has his own divine plan. You ask God and and trust in his promise. In his own timing and in his own place, in his own way. He has his divine way of perfecting things. Our job in the meantime is that we trust. To trust and to have faith means what? 
Keep doing what you're doing. If you need to pray, continue to pray. If you need to fast, continue to fast. Don't change anything. People will come and give you different advice and might derail you. Don't fall for that trap. Okay? Continue to do, be faithful, be continued to be righteous. And the Lord will look upon us eventually with his mercy and grant us salvation as he did today, as we see that uh, the salvation has occurred. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Amen.